there. And finally, we get going. Oh my goodness, it's finally the end of the week. And yeah, my damn, I'm so tired. Can you believe it? And I do work tomorrow anyway. Episode 40, not done. <laughs> I, will, I will have time this weekend. Oh my goodness. Workouts in. And can, al can alcohol be a supplement? And sperm, baby? Uh, how, how healthy is your sperm? What are they doing in Zhengzhou? Folks, it is Friday, September 15th. 2023. I'm Steven Sersky, Canadian expat in uh, Beijing, China, and I'm knackered. I'm tired. I'm done. <laughs> Yesterday I was talking about how work is going to slow down uh, for a little bit, which is great because no longer are we going to be working 12-hour shifts, uh, and that means I will have time to work on the podcast that I recorded back in August because I've already got another one sort of tentatively scheduled or tentatively set up uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's been busy. I'm not going to lie. I think I've complained to you guys before uh, about how since I got back from Canada, I've been just working, 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 and there really hasn't been much time off uh, other than the, uh, the the Sundays. That's not going to change, to tell you the truth. Like, I think I'm, I'm still working pretty much all the way up until Mid-Autumn Festival, which is September 29th, um, and then that sort of starts, I get about a week off because uh, the way that the holidays are scheduled this year, September 29th until about October, I think it's 5th or 4th, I can't remember, uh, for my time off. And then 5th, 6th, I'm working. And then Saturday off. And then I think after that, we're going to be heading out to, uh, um, hopefully, hopefully we're going to be heading out to Singapore, but who knows uh, how things are going. Uh, and I say who knows only because um, there, I just received an email that uh, there's a meeting I have to attend at some point throughout uh, in, in October. And if I don't, well, it just means, I actually, I don't have to attend it. Uh, I, this can be rearranged, you'd think, in a globalized world. I was actually thinking, uh, of all the uh, things that middle management, middle management does, why aren't, like, a lot of the like the trainings and stuff like that. Would you want to have someone to talk to, like face to face, uh, even if it's over a computer, or would you rather it just be a video presentation with like an AI chat bot? I, I don't know because sometimes it, it almost feels that way. Uh, the way that uh, some of these uh, trainings and um, what do you call them? certifications and stuff like that, where you, like some companies require you to go through a mandatory training, right? Uh, and a lot of it has been made into like video presentations. At what point do you draw the line though? I kind of wonder. All that being said, uh, at some point I'm going to have to uh, uh, take part in this sort of uh, this biannual, not biannual, bi semi, every two years, yeah, biannual uh, sort of um, meeting that uh, we have to go through in order to uh, keep on doing the job that we do, doing the work that we love so much, six days a week, 12 hours a day. But uh, end of the week, this week so far, I do work tomorrow. Uh, people wonder, like, why, Steve, why, like, do you work on Saturday? Why do you work on Saturdays? People are shocked by this. And I go, well, and it, it actually kind of surprises me because a lot of the, a lot of the Chinese people will complain tell you how much, you know, the 996, how they have to work 12 hours a day, six days a week, and yet they're shocked that I'm doing it, and they don't work six days a week, 
they only work five, and they don't work 12 hours. I go, don't, don't complain to me about 996, and the bank certainly doesn't work 996. I mean, they, they, might, they might work nine to five, five days a week maybe, uh, but I know, maybe there's cleanup work after uh, uh, the doors close to the public, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think they have that much to close off, that many books to close off after uh, the day of, uh, after the, the public doors are closed, right? At the bank, at the bank. Anyway, well, it uh, will be a bit more of a gentler weekend. There's no going away parties or anything like that. I'm not scheduled to do anything really, so it's, uh, it's going to be kind of nice. I'll, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Every time I say nice and quiet, it's going to be a nice and quiet weekend. Inevitably, it's like one drink, then we'll go home. And you have you seen the two the, the pictures of was it the the two foxes or the two uh, hyenas or whatever it is? Yeah, they uh, and they're stumbling home at four o'clock in the morning. So no, it could be a very ruckus uh, weekend. Probably won't be, uh, given the fact that I just don't go out very much. But uh, and I do have things to do. I got to get this podcast. Uh, uh, up and done, excuse me, mm-hmm. that is the uh, carbonated water and the blue frog burger that I had for dinner, which was fantastic, I wasn't going to eat the whole thing, you eat that, you know, the last third of the burger, and it's like, the, no, it's like the last seventh of a burger, last sixth, I don't know, some fraction of the burgers remaining, you're going, you know, I could, like, I could eat this, probably could, or I could leave it, you know, because that would that'd be enough. And then I could put it away for tomorrow. Uh, but uh, it's like, but then you have to, do you, then you have a half a burger or a sixth of a burger sitting in the fridge that you have to remember to eat. It's like, oh, you know, what if I just ate it and went for a walk after? Okay, so I did that. <laughs> that was the agreement. But And as a result, I never did get the, uh, the work done on the podcast that I wanted to get done tonight. Uh, but... Uh, I did sit down to look at it and just try to testing the uh, the different levels. Uh, I was talking about using Face, not Facebook, the other one, uh, Final Cut Pro to do some editing. And yeah, I see how it can be done. Uh, I think I still got to out export it to uh, uh, Logic Pro to do some of the audio editing. I just it's I've become more familiar with Logic Pro, and I'd rather sort of keep that workflow going rather than trying to uh, fix everything in Final Cut. Although. All of the plugins for Logic Pro and uh, Isotope, Isotope the, uh, the the other program I use, they're all available in Final Cut. So in theory, I should be able to do all of the audio tweaks within Final Cut. The only thing I see uh, as an issue is that it's not as flexible. And so I was playing around with this. This is part of the reason why I mostly didn't get any work done. It's because I was trying to get the same settings that I had for... Uh, that I have going on in, in Logic, and it just wasn't, it, there's not the same, uh, what do you call it, flexibility or tweaks that you can make within Final Cut Pro that I can do in Logic. So that's kind of why I have to export the audio into Logic and then make the changes there. It will get done. I was looking at it. The title card has basically been done. Um, the website write-up is done. Uh, I'm thinking I haven't clipped out any uh, video part portions yet, but that can also be done. Uh, and I've also all but decided to go with uh, a transcription service to finally transcribe a bunch of the uh, um, previous episodes, all of the episodes, to tell you the truth, to give me a transcript so I can have it and 
I was thinking about this. Like, even for archival purposes, it'd be kind of nice to have uh, tra- transcriptions of the uh, the podcast. Uh, but I, re- I do know that th- this should, I mean, th- th- this will become free. This will be like the email. You'll be able to transcribe anything going forward. Um, free, free of charge. It won't cost you anything. But I'll, I'll, I might have to, I haven't found a good free service just yet. And uh, all the cheap hacks that I've been trying to get away with over the last little while, it just, uh, it's, I'm running into a wall of productivity, basically, or, or a lack of productivity, productivity as a result of not having the services readily available. Anyway, so episode 40 will be out. Um, I am a little bit disappointed that I didn't get it done this weekend because uh, she just had a uh, movie released in North America. So I wanted to uh, sort of align those two events. It didn't work. That's fine. It will be released next week. I'll, uh, but what's the, I'll catch it on the, uh, what, what do you call it afterwards? Like the, the, the long tail of things, the long tail of, uh, of uh, the headwinds or the, fo- you know, next week it'll be released when people are, may or may not be searching for her name uh, and uh, the movie that she was a part of. So there you go. There's your teaser for next week's uh, big episode podcast that will be uh, dropping, as they say, will be released uh, possibly Monday or Tuesday, um, just given the uh, the timing of how things have sort of worked. And honestly, when I recorded the episode a month ago, I did not expect to be as busy uh, with China work as I have been. So that, that was sort of, yeah, obviously it's my fault, but... Uh, <laughs> You do have to make a choice. Like you either do this work that pays right now, or this work that doesn't pay now but could pay, or at least lead to uh, other opportunities later down the line. Um, and I typically try to pick both. And the problem with picking both is that um, things take longer. That's all, right? And you might wonder, well, Steve, like why don't you just work out less? Uh, you know, I've got my my workouts in today. I did my lunchtime run, my uh, after work uh, kettlebell swings and stuff like that. Uh, or lifts, and I've thought about that. I've also thought about, um, pardon me, the uh, the Tuesday Thursday rest day calorie intakes, which is I, I talked about this earlier in the month in the in the week. I I don't know. It seems like it's a bad idea to skip out on a workout in order to publish uh, an episode. That I I know people are waiting. Um, it's not like I have found like a legion thousands of fans waiting. Uh, you know, there's a few people who, who know about it, and uh, they'll no doubt be interested in hearing who I'm talking to on this episode. Uh, but, uh, you know, and also for, for her, as she is uh, waiting for me to finish this episode as well, because it's been a month already. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, no, actually, I do know. I, I don't think it's a good idea to be skipping workouts. Um, it's just that this last month has been extraordinarily busy with work, and uh, there was really very little way I could keep my myself awake. It's not that there was no way around it. It's that I couldn't keep myself awake enough and patient enough to deal with the audio and the video files. And that's, uh, I've talked about this before where, you know, you can stay up all night doing an all-nighter and finishing a project, but it's like now you have ruined not, not just the day that you've um, got going forward, but like your next couple of days so what's what's the uh, what's the risk basically, uh, and what is the rush to get things done 
uh, so quickly. Uh, also, with that, I've been uh, working on this uh, language vlog on YouTube. Sadly, not posting enough uh, Chinese videos as of late. I uh, do need to get back into that. Uh, I have a series of Chinese tongue twisters that I want to actually work my way through. And same with some uh, quotes from uh, Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu uh, from the, um, the Art of War. So all this working out, I have found that if I don't work out, actually, no. Well, yeah, if I don't work out, I don't feel as good about myself. And by that, I mean, it's not like even mentally, I mean, physically, uh, like I, I have to move, I got to stretch, I got to do stuff. And it's easier if I am, uh, if I run to, to help burn some of the calories, if I stretch in the morning, so it's not painful to move and lift weights. So I, I don't feel winded or weak uh, relatively speaking, and uh, by no means do I, am I saying that other people have to do this. Uh, it, but for me, if I'm able to lift weights two, three times a week, three times a week, I I do feel as if I'm able to do a lot more uh, as a result. Even if editing a podcast does take a little bit longer than uh, some people, particularly myself, would like. So what do I do for the workouts today? Uh, lunchtime run. So today was a bit gentler on the work, but uh, in terms of timings but uh, I was able to go for my lunchtime run got the uh, I didn't do I didn't do the 6.5 kilometers like the four miles but instead I did not want to do the 100 pull-ups and remember last week or this Monday I was like oh I was so wrecked and wasted on Monday partially because of Sunday night's uh, festivities but I was like, I really don't want to put on that weight vest and go for a run and do all those pull-ups. Like, I just don't want to... Because this is my life. Every Friday, I'm going to have to do this. And I'm... You know, it, it, when I start thinking like that, inevitably something has to change. So I, usually, I, I make some sort of change in my workout or my scheduling and stuff like that. Uh, and I've also talked about, you know, should I be working out every day of the week as opposed to only three times a week? Like, don't do... Uh, two days on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, instead doing do one a day every day of the week. It just doesn't seem to fit the schedule. Because if I can block off time, I guess if I just worked out at lunchtime every every day of the week, that might be okay. I, I, I guess I could justify doing that. But then that would mean that, so Monday... Like, am I going to be doing runs? Like, what, what workouts would I be doing? When would I do... I guess the swings, uh, the mace bell, and the, the club bell would be done on Tuesdays. Um, the 20 kilo, kilo uh, like the K-bell work would be done on Thursdays. But then I come to Friday. Do I do my lunchtime, you know, the, the 100 pull-ups and stuff like that? Will my body be able to recover in time? Like that, That's sort of my biggest concern. I guess I could try it. I, I guess I could try it if I could, instead of doing... Monday, Wednesday, Friday as my big workout days, simply doing one workout a day at lunchtime, 45 minutes to an hour or whatever. Uh, and then that way I have the evenings free so I can go do some of these other things such as editing the podcast or um, you know, do, conducting more podcasts basically. Yes. So did the 100 pull-ups, even though I didn't want to. I did them weighted. I got the uh, 6 kilo or 5.9 kilo uh, vest, which is about 13 pounds or so. And today I did 
the similar to what I did before, but I only ran half a lap. So I ran out to the tree. This is all outside. Um, and at the tree, I, uh, I did the first round. I kind of just did a couple warm-up pull-ups, whatever. But I only did half the yard to run around. So the whole compound, I think, is about a kilometer in circumference, in, in square inference. One lap is about a kilometer. I did half of that. And each time I did that, I'd get to the tree and I did 10 pull-ups, 20 push-ups, and 30 squats. I did that five or six times, maybe seven times. And then once I hit pull-ups uh, 70, 70, 80, 90. Yeah, so I hit uh, pull-ups 71 to 80. I was like, I'm just going to finish the pull-ups because I don't want to run anymore. <laughs> uh, it took me about an hour and 15 minutes to do the whole thing. So run uh, seven laps, seven half laps, or three and a half full laps, I guess, which is about two miles, roughly, uh, 3.5 kilometers, four kilometers, there, thereabouts sort of thing. Um, and 100 pull-ups, weighted, 200 push-ups, weighted, and 300 squats, weighted. And of course, uh, the elderly lady who was like, oh yeah, Jai, oh Jai, she likes laughing at me, uh, struggling to do my push-ups on the ground, and people are wondering, why is this foreigner with a big beard doing the, why is he wearing a Chinese army vest and doing pull-ups? Uh, and it, he doesn't sound that Chinesey, does he? After work, I uh, did the slow K-bells. Uh, so I was able to, um, typically what I do after work, I don't do any high-intensity workouts anymore, very slow. But on Friday evenings in particular, these are my heavy kettlebell lifts. So I have a 28-kilo uh, kettlebell, and I'll use this. I'll do a bunch of carries. I'll do some Turkish get-ups. Um, but the focus is to be using the 28-kilo or the 20 kilo in very slow movements, but primarily uh, just lifting, uh, doing certain kettlebell lifts, not swings. I wouldn't do, I don't do swings in the evening, uh, opting to uh, focus more on uh, time under, not duress, time under pressure, time under strain, I guess it is. There's a, there's a term for it, and I've forgotten what it is. Uh, but, uh, making sure that you're going through the slow motion so your 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 muscles are constantly being strained by the muscle as opposed to doing quick motions which is what a lot of the k-bell swings are can alcohol be a supplement i know it's getting a bad rap and i've talked about how alcohol doesn't help and i've actually found myself to be a lot more productive when i don't drink but i can't help but see some of these health people uh on uh on, on like the, not just the influencers, but the uh, people who are actual bona fide sort of coaches, right? Fitness coaches. And they talk about, uh, there's one supplement that's come up, LMNT. So L-M-N-T. It's a bunch of these deep grains. It's basically powdered vitamins. And they, it basically replaces all of your, your uh, deep green vegetables and stuff like that. And when, why don't you just eat the vegetables? Why don't you just eat raw broccoli with mustard? Like, why do you have to have a liquid supplement like that? And people talk about how it's a lot more portable. It's a lot easier. It's quick. You can have it first thing in the morning. Uh, so it's, you know, you get your vitamins and minerals right away. Again, like, to become, to get that figure, the six pack, is that what you need to do? Is that, because some of them do drink. Some of them still drink. Uh, they're 
little bit thinner than I am uh, as a, uh, anyway, but it, it's, I just don't understand why you would opt for powdered uh, vi vitamins and minerals rather than whole foods, and yet alcohol gets a bad rap. And same with, uh, who was it, Phil Heath. I think he was on, uh, was it Chris Williamson's podcast? He's this British guy who does a podcast with a bunch of uh, big-name uh, people as well. And he, uh, Phil Heath, although he was on various PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs, he wasn't, He his big claim to fame is that he did a lot of his stuff naturally. He, he, I think he won his first Mr. Olympia uh, uh, as a natural, and it was only after that that he started doing uh, a little bit more in terms of uh, supplements and stuff like that. But he talks about what one point he makes on this podcast is, it's like, you go to the gym, you see these guys getting big, and, you know, they, they maybe they don't drink or anything, but they, they're basically drug addicts. That's what they are. They're having these supplements, whether it's creatine or other... Um, you know, uh, insulin and stuff like that, and like, having injections of, sure, natural things, maybe even steroids, but even without the steroids, you're, you're consuming so many supplements. It's, at, where do you draw the line between, okay, I'm just going to have real food, whole foods, and deal with a bit of a, a, a stomach gut, rather than, you know, having the six-pack, but then depending... Spending how much more money on supplements th that you're just drinking your your calories and your your uh, your foods anyway? I get this is where obviously I, I differ from a lot of people, uh, and I, I'm basically self-taught. I've never had a coach or anything like that uh, for any of my fitness stuff. So I mean, if you've ever had a coach, um, maybe ask them. I'd like to know what they say as well. Uh, maybe you can give me a reference or something so I can uh, uh, talk to them or whatever. It just be a lot. The stuff I've read, the stuff that I see, I kind of go, yeah, it just doesn't make sense why you would go down that route of uh, supplements and like basically doing everything to avoid calories so you can drop fat so you can have the six-pack and look fantastic. I'm not going to lie. You, you do look fantastic. I just wonder about the functionality, the reality of it. How flexible is it? Can you go traveling? Can you go backpacking? Can you show up at a hotel or a hostel halfway around the world and still hit your your macros, your nutrient intake, your your food requirements, and your workouts while you're traveling? That's out. That's been my challenge. That's been something that I've always sort of looked at when I'm doing. Maybe it's held me back actually from getting any bigger, from getting any sort of you know really dedicating myself to. Any, uh, bodybuilding or anything. Not that I would ever be interested. It's because the stuff that I do is highly functional. Uh, not highly. <laughs> May spell swings for an ESL instructor are not highly functional. But uh, suitcase carries and stuff like that, uh, I've noticed that if I do my weight workouts, traveling is a lot easier. My body recovers a lot easier. I'm able to uh, endure a lot more sleeplessness as well. Um, because of long hour, long flights and stuff like that. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Where do you guys stand on that? Is it supplements? Uh, are you taking these deep green supplements or would you rather eat uh, raw broccoli or even cooked broccoli rather than, you know, having something like the LMNT, uh, 
or was it ATG, uh, AT5G, AG5, whatever, AI, AIG, whatever it is. I don't know. There's another supplement out there uh, that's a lot of vitamin and minerals. I suspect one of the reasons why they do it, affiliate marketing. I'm guessing that's a big pull for a lot of these things, a lot of these uh, influencers and these marketers out there. And what's this about the sperm? Okay, so <laughs> this is just kind of funny. Uh, I don't know why they decided to publish uh, this uh, article, but uh, the um, well, who was it that published this thing? That's Beijing, I think, is the one who did it, where they are talking about how in Zhengzhou, uh, there was some sort of competition for uh, the uh, best sperm in... Uh, would you, in, in the city, I guess it is. Yeah, so who is this? Let's see if this article loads. Uh, Ahoy, the best semen <laughs> in China. No idea. Uh, yeah, that's Beijing published on September 15th. So the sperm champion, um, oh, was actually claimed by a Renmin University student. Wow, okay, so that's uh, in Beijing. Uh, there are some restrictions, actually, to enter in this uh, into this competition, which they win... Uh, they can win 6,000 renminbi, which for them is pretty good. I mean, especially for a student, uh, that's pretty decent. About uh, $1,200 Canadian or so. So age, you have to be older than 20. You have to be uh, taller than 1.65 meters. Uh, no hereditary or infectious diseases, COVID. Uh, no color blindness, nearsightedness below 600 degrees. I'm not sure what that refers to. Abstinence, you have to abstain. Oh, okay, so I'm <laughs> eliminated already. <laughs> a period of three to seven days. Oh, I could do the three days, possibly. Uh, before the competition, no, <laughs> no release for three to seven days before the big showdown. Well, so wait a minute. Okay, I, I haven't really researched this, whether or not if you wait three or seven days, I guess that would give you more volume, right? But does that make uh, your boys any more... Viral, vita, vital, or yeah, would it, would it make you any more potent than if you uh, were doing it every day, twice a day? And you must have lived in Zhengzhou for an extended period. Uh, okay, well that that will also eliminate me from the other uh, competition. You will donate at least eight times with each se session lasting thirty to sixty minutes. Are you stroking it for thirty minutes? That's gotta hurt after a while. Uh, the whole process takes about roughly. Two to three months. Interesting. Well, they did uh, uh, receive a bit of a pushback for this. So the uh, Henan Human Sperm Bank uh, has removed the notice from their WeChat account. But the fact that this thing is, exists, I think, is kind of funny. Um, and it kind of goes with the whole post-COVID, post-pandemic sort of like, um, okay, folks, time to uh, regenerate the uh, population because we lost some people. So And now that you've got jobs and you have money and apartments and everything, time to make babies right? Well, what do you think? It, having children, as uh, I was talking to my sister, she's like, yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, but not impossible. Humanity has survived. It can't be impossible because we're here, right? I'll leave it there, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up my website, stevensersky.com. Have a good weekend. Get your runs in, eat your broccoli, and try not to stroke it for 30 minutes each session this weekend matter of fact make it a no not weekend <laughs> yeah right okay talk again have a good one thanks for listening bye bye